party people, how are we doing today? Why did I say party when I usually say beautiful people? That's what I meant. It's a beautiful day and here I am again beaming to you live and direct with my podcast, My Life Not Yours. Now, before I get started on what is going to be quite a nice little subject today, I need all of you who are listening on Spotify and Apple to write me a review, please folks, please, please, please. I know that so many of you DM me and talk about the episodes that I've spoken about. But what I need now is for you to show that appreciation with the reviews and get me up the charts. I so enjoy doing this. I really do love all the feedback I'm giving, getting rather. So please leave me a review if you're enjoying it. And if you haven't subscribed yet, you can do that too. Okay, so let's get into this episode, which I have to thank my goddaughter for because she enlightened me. You know, it's an important lesson that we learn from our young people, you know. She's 24, going on whatever age, just finished her master's. I'm uber, uber proud of her. But she introduced me to love languages. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit more about them. And it was funny because it was a few years ago when she was dating this young guy and having a moan about him. And she said, Auntie Tina, he doesn't really understand me. He doesn't get me. He doesn't understand what my love language is. And I thought, what is she talking about? So for anyone in a relationship, and actually this can be a relationship with a loved one, i.e. a partner, or it could be with your children, friends, family. I think it's really important to know about these five or actually now seven contemporary love languages because I think it will enhance your relationships. I certainly loved doing the test. You can do a test online to see what your love language is. Interestingly, where this has all come about, there was a guy called Gary Chapman who was a marriage counsellor in the 1980s and he wrote a book based on love languages because he suggests that he noticed patterns in partners when he was counselling them and they were misunderstanding each other's needs which drove him to write the book and arrive at five love languages which are as follows I can love this words of affirmation is number one quality time physical touch acts of service and receiving gifts now in a nutshell what is your love language and does your partner get it do your kids get it do your friends get it so let's say I did a test the other day and mine is quality time. So for me to get into really great relationships, whether it's friends, a lover, it's going to be spending time with me, not mass texting on WhatsApp, not how you're doing on bloody Instagram or seeing a visual. I actually like the quality time. Second love language of mine is actually acts of service. So I like doing things for people, but we're going to get into this. So let's talk about the first one, which is words of affirmation. I kind of think this is one of mine, but I find it very difficult to receive this if somebody says a word of affirmation, which is all about expressing affection through spoken words. This can be praise or appreciation, you know, teen, you're brilliant, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Now, when it's coming from a lover, I find it really hard. I have a little secret to tell you at the end of this episode. But this is someone's primary love language when they enjoy kind words and encouragement, uplifting notes and quotes and cute tech me- text messages and all that kind of good stuff. You can make the 
this person's day by complimenting them or pointing out what they do well. I tend to give a lot of words of affirmation and one of my ways I would do this is through poetry. So if your love language is words of affirmation, I will always tell you you're great, you're this and that. When it's come to a loved one, I don't always tell them, but I write damn good poetry. Now, I bet you didn't know that about me. So I write poetry, but I don't always pass that on. I'm not very good at receiving compliments, so I know it's not my innermost love language, but at the same time, because I'm a giver and not a receiver, that's probably got a lot to do with it, but I do love and appreciate it when someone says, teen, you've done well. So how to speak words of affirmation? Speak genuinely and express empathy. Communicate specifically about the things you appreciate about your partners. There's so many people, they're so bloody wishy-washy, aren't they? Yeah, you're great. Yeah, really. Tell them specifically what you like. I love it, babe, when you do X or when you do this for me. It is amazing. It makes all the difference. Now, you might think you've got a block of wood as a partner and they don't accept it and receive it. You try some of these love languages or tapping in to see which is their love language. I think you will see a major change. Tell them you love them, which is always a difficult one for me because I think we have, we use that L word, as they said, she dropped the L bomb as a throwaway comment. But what does love really mean? I'm not going to get into that one today, but have a think about it. And then um, sending quick notes of meaningful messages. I think, you know, everything's digital now these days, isn't it? You get an emoji with the pursed lips and a kiss or a heart coming out of it. Guess that's going to have to do. (laughs) And you compliment them. I think this is a biggie. You compliment your partner or child or a friend in front of others. Like, you know, surely she's fantastic. You know, she's always got time for people. She's loving. She's this and whatever. And offering words of encouragement is also a brilliant way to speak words of affirmation. And some of those words of affirmation you can use in a romantic or a platonic relationship are, I love you. Our friendship is important to me. You got this. Now, I love that one because it's kind of a little bit everyday-ish. You got this, but it means so much when you put some power behind some of those words like I'm doing for you now. I'm really, really expressing myself. Thank you for loving me, doing all that you do, being my friend, etc, etc. You get the picture? So words of affirmation are really quite strong. But unfortunately, when I did the test, it didn't come out as my top two. Now, here's my bad boy. Quality time. And it may be one of your love languages if you feel disconnected when you don't spend enough time with your partner or your kids or friends or whatever. Not spending enough time with your partner can affect your libido. Mm, Do we need to go there? Yeah, I think we kind of do, really. You know, everything can drop that your drive isn't there or you, you know, you need to be around them to get that kind of excitement and get you all excited. Yeah, I'm not going to get into the sex thing today, but I am going to do. Let's talk about sex, baby. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get this guest on to talk about sex and it's going to be absolutely awesome. You work hard at making time to spend with others. This is quality time. It's about giving your undivided attention and being present. Now, how many of you think you're present? You're sitting with your partner, you're on your bloody phone. In fact, forget that. When I go out for meals, I find it absolutely incredible. Now, I was out with a girlfriend a couple of months ago. We sat in this restaurant and we were just watching these partners, or they may not have been partners, right? I'm just making a terrible generalisation and sweeping statement. But there were people sat across the table from each other, having 
the most beautiful food and all they did was be on their phone. I actually couldn't believe it. So they weren't present. They weren't given undivided attention to whoever the opposite person was. And I think it's about focusing on who is with you right there and then giving eye contact and actively listening. And if you're not sure about active listening, let's face it, most of us turn off when someone starts talking, but there are some techniques that you can adopt. Active listening techniques include being fully present in the conversation. So, you know, mm, repeating what somebody says, it shows you're actually really listening. When someone turns around and said, are you listening to me? Then you know you've just completely, and you say, oh, sorry, because you get all embarrassed. You say, say that again. You haven't been listening to a word they fucking say. You notice and use non-verbal cues, a bit like I just did then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blah, blah. And you paraphrase and you reflect back on what someone has said and withhold judgment and advice. But that's when you listen. I've got a terrible habit. I've got better of jumping in before someone's finished what they're saying to get my point across. And that's because I haven't listened properly. Because if I listen properly, I wouldn't need to jump in. I've got better. So I feel kind of proud of that. So that's all about quality time. I think for me with a partner, it's really important to not only to have your space, but spend time with them because that's where you get to know them. Then next one. Oh, I've experienced this. Physical touch. This is a love language, right? Forget we're still on love languages. So is your love language physical touch? Where do I start? Some partners I've had have just been like freaking octopuses. Everywhere you go, that is just their thing. Touch might be just a gentle touch of the thigh, gentle touch of the arm, holding hands and so forth. It's about feeling love through physical affection. And we're not talking hardcore sex here, people, yeah? We're talking about everyday physicalness. I can't, I can't explain it, but in that, love is felt through hand-holding, touching, etc, etc, etc. I'm going to give you some example examples of good and bad. So there used to be this dude I went out with when I was about 22. And I remember I went to hold his hand in the middle of, um, it was a, a place called Croydon in London. And I went to hold his hand and he said, I don't do that in public. So he doesn't like PDA. It wasn't like I had my tongue all down his throat or anything like that. I went to hold his hand. On the flip side, I went on this fantastic date the other week. This guy just went straight for my hand and it felt good, people. I mean, he feels good, but I'm not going to say too much. I went on this date and he just grabbed my hand and all I did is have this flashback because it triggered me to when this guy that I used to go out with just said, I don't do that in public. How fucking weird. So I guess physical touch wasn't his love language. (laughs) I'm not saying it's mine either, but it's all about being close to the partner physically. Physical contact might be your love language if you feel lonely or disconnected when you don't get physical affection from your partner. You feel especially loved when a partner randomly kisses you or holds you. Yeah, when it comes to that kissing thing though, you've got to be careful, man. I've seen people out and I just find it, I don't know, maybe I'm being a prude. When there's tongues all down the throat in public, I'm not really kind of feeling that kind of thing. But when you do the nice peck and it's just like, I don't know, am I getting a bit dreamy, people? Am I getting getting dreamy? But yeah, I'm not really into the full-on slobbery, saliva-induced kiss. It's not working for me. And the other one is you consider yourself a touchy-feely person and enjoy PDA. And there's a lot of people like that. They're all over each other. I mean, I, I saw this couple once. It looked like they were just about to have sex on South Bank. It was that intense. It's like nobody else was in that space that they were there. Not me. Moving swiftly on. Acts of service. 
Are you getting the picture now, though? Are you thinking about what your love language would be, what you actually like? Because actually, when you can start expressing this to a partner, babe, my love language is quality time. So I need that to feel connected to you, blah, 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 or whatever it is. Let's talk about acts of service, which is another thing that I love doing. These are the nice things you do for your partner that make them feel loved and appreciated, such as, uh, uh, you know what, this is a bit stupid, really, but really great examples. It could be running a couple of errands or I don't know, they feel overwhelmed with work or something and you say look I'll go and pick that up actually I'll get the car washed because this is really shit examples but it is really about that it's really doing those acts of service or or something and then notice and appreciate little things you do for them and they tend to perform acts of service and kindness for others too this love language is for those who believe actions speak louder than words and I'm kind of a bit of a person like that get out and do it so it could be we've been sitting there talking about holiday and whatever and I just say do you know what babe I've booked it I've done it it's done it's done it's done so there are so many and I think to recognize if your sign is acts of service you're over the moon when a partner helps you with a chore without having to be asked and you know some of them geez they need to be asked all the time you're the person who shows up for a friend having a bad day acts of service you're always ready to jump in and do things for people you care about that's me I really will like when a good friend of mine was going through some family stuff and I had to help out, look after animals, look after the sun. It's an act of service. I didn't even think about it. I didn't even think what commitments I had. I just jumped in. So I know that acts of service is definitely a thing, one of my love languages. The other thing, which I thought used to be me, actually, no, I'm lying. I didn't. I know a lot of people like this, especially some materialistic people that I know receiving gifts. Gift giving indicates love and affection. It's about the time and effort the gift giver puts into it more than anything. I must admit, there used to be this friend in my life, and this is why I thought it was a little bit of a love language for me. She really made the effort. Some of the best gifts I ever got were from her. She really thought about things in terms of when we would be together. Like if I said, I don't know where to put all my silver jewellery. The next thing you know, for my birthday, I got this most amazing jewellery box and I still got it to this day. We don't speak anymore. I just remember she was one of the best gift givers ever. And I looked forward to it. But on the whole yeah I'm not really a receiver but people who enjoy receiving gifts as part of their primary love language do not necessarily expect large or expensive presents and that's where it gets a bit twisted in my opinion it's about the effort and thoughtfulness behind the gift that counts so a bit like the friend I just said but it's not a love language for me so when you take the time to pick out a gift specifically for them it tells them you really know them people with this love language can often remember every little gift they've received from their loved ones because it makes such an impact on them. Now, isn't it funny? I can remember everything this girl gave me, you know, everything she gave me, but it's not one of my love languages. I think it's just something I like now and again. So signs that receiving gifts is one of your love languages is when it comes to gift giving, you put in the time to choose the most thoughtful gift. You treasure everything a partner gives you, no matter how small. You're hurt when someone you don't love doesn't come You're hurt when someone you don't, hang on, let me start this again. You're hurt when someone you love doesn't commemorate an event with a thoughtful token. I'm a bit kind of, well, you know, who am I? This is not my love language. Some of the points, yes. Some of the points, no. I guess you may be saying, is this hocus pocus? But check it with the ones we've just been through. How do you identify your love language? Do 
you feel more love when your partner, check this out, tells you, I love you or praises something you did, surprises you with a meaningful gift, plans a trip for just the two of you, now that's quality time, runs the errands or does the laundry, what the fuck, I think I just picked that up from somewhere, you know, does the laundry, please, hold your hand while you're walking. So these love language tests are out there, go and get one because it may enhance your relationship and I'm not just talking about the partner lovey-dovey relationships, I'm talking about friendships, family and everything. But what I will say is remember your partner's love language might not be the same as yours. And they say, Gary Chapman says, when couples have different primary love languages, there are bound to be misunderstandings. However, if your partner learns to speak your love language, you know, quality time or receiving gives you a gift or blah, 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 you're more likely to feel loved, appreciated and ultimately happier in the relationship. So how does it benefit? How do love languages really benefit relationships? The purpose of exploring love languages as a union is to learn how to love your partner in a way that is meaningful to them and to you. My question is, can you use this in everyday friendships? And I think, yes, absolutely. When you commit to learning someone else's love lingo, or love language rather, you focus on their needs rather than your own, which is, you know, all about selflessness. Love languages create empathy. When you commit to learning and using them, emotional intelligence increased as you learn to speak in a language that each other understands. And let me tell you something, this emotional intelligence, which I've spoken about in another episode, is severely lacking with quite a few people. Oh my God, this one guy I dated probably back in the summer, his emotional intelligence was absolutely shit. Not even the love languages could have broken through that. Oh my God, the poor dude, the poor dude, he had nothing. Love languages help to maintain intimacy because you can get deeper connections in more significant ways. And finally, they aid personal growth and share love in meaningful ways. And I kind of like that because I'm all about personal development. And I think, you know, when my king, my partner is in my life, I'm all over it. In fact, this guy that I had a date with not long ago, I know his love language is quality time. No, No, sorry, physical touch physical touch physical touch so um i picked that up straight away and i actually said to him your your love language is physical touch and he said i guess it is and he'd already said to me i'm extremely tactile yeah okay there you go so i think love languages in everyday life be it parents and children work colleagues friends and family and i use my goddaughter as an absolute example because her love language is quality time and so is mine so we connect on a deeper level when we get together and in fact we have got a little pampering morning coming up we do a lot of chat don't get together but actually when we do get together it's really powerful but in terms of relationships communication is key so you've got to ask what your partner's needs are to feel loved heard appreciated and cherished it's that simple but did you know that if you um take the test and say for example it's for words of affirmation when you do the test they will give you five scenarios and what you need to do is whittle it down to see if this is your love language so words of affirmation do you like hearing your partner say i love you tick or not you may say no do you appreciate when you're being acknowledged and praised Hmm, maybe details matter so receiving comments if you've changed your hair and they notice i kind of like that though feeling valued when someone takes the time to thoughtfully reflect and comment on something positive they notice you are doing it could be teen i've noticed you're getting up every morning to do yoga and i in back of my head for example would say i didn't think you noticed but i'm really glad you have or whatever or you stopped bloody drinking 
late at night. Fantastic. You're thinking of me and you're giving me affirmation for recognising that I'm doing it. And when you do something nice for your partner, they say thank you, which makes you feel recognised and affirmed. Now, listen, that seems like a given, right? That somebody's going to say thank you, but it doesn't always happen like that. As an example, if none of the above that I've just said float your boat, then words of affirmation probably aren't your love language. And it's funny that in the test I did, this didn't come out as one of mine, but I actually think, as I said earlier, that words of affirmation could come in. Another thing with the physical touch thing is you look forward to hugs, cuddles, etc. Nothing beats tactile, physical intimacy. You feel grounded in a relationship when physical affection is accessible and cultivated. Holding hands, you know, I gave you the example before that prick that I went out with years ago and just said, we don't do that in public. But sitting side by side, you know that you do those little um, touches. And I've got a good friend that she always puts her hand kind of on my arm or she'll touch my leg when she's talking. So that's what I'm saying. It's not just about a loved one. So interesting that um, in 2010, 10,000 people took Gary Chapman's online love language quiz. The most common love language was words of affirmation. But then Hinge, which is a dating app that I've been on, conducted a survey in 2018. It was quality time and it was by a long shot. So there you go. And actually, out of all of that, they're saying there are now seven new love languages. So it's moving on from Gary Chapman's initial five, which were, you know, the framework. And um, there's another company, uh, I think it's Truidity, who offer loads of online personality quizzes. And they released a more contemporary list, having surveyed over 500,000 people in a study. So they came up with activity, which is people who focus on the activity love language feel special and valued when their partner takes an interest in their hobbies and activities and makes an effort to enjoy hobbies and interests together. You've got appreciation, which is a bit like words of affirmation. One feels loved when a partner floods them with compliments with really, really rare, blah, blah, blah. Emotional, when someone feels loved when their partner is able to connect and support them through scary emotions. Being present for the highs and lows is really important. I think for me, that is really important on an emotional level. Financial, a partner is generous with resources and sees value in spending pounds to bring a partner pleasure and joy. I'm not sure about that one, if I'm honest, because money can't buy love. End of. Intellectual, this is a bit of me. Sapio feel. Look it up. This is where partners want to connect through the mind and they feel valued when a partner values their intelligence, respects their opinion and participates and participates in thoughtful discussion. Two more. Physical, same as the original really, that whole physical thing. And then practical, same as acts of service, which I quite like rather than acts of service, which sounds a little bit draconian. But this is when your partner gets involved with everyday responsibilities and things that need doing tasks. And one feels loved and cared for when their loved ones do chores and offer to help. But there you have it. I just thought this would be a nice little light one. It's all about a communication framework, love languages. And if you're in a bit of a rut with your relationships, family, your loved one, uh, work colleagues, think about the love languages. So on that note, people, a nice short episode, love and light, enjoy your week. And don't forget to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. I'd love it. Thank you. Take care. Thank you.